Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! Sports fans, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. I'm Bill Murphy. I am Lawrence Patchman Lang, back from his short sabbatical week. I am back better than ever. Guess who's back? Back again. Patchy's back. Hello, Hello friend. friend. <laughs> God. Danny Boy Reginald and Patchy, it's good to see you, but my Great to have you back, Patch. Was that an awful, awful, awful version of that song? I don't care. I never want to hear that again. Oh, be quiet over there, Daniel. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we have a, a special uh, guest host today. Um, joining me today is my brother, Dan. What's up? Dan. How's it going, man? Yeah. He's stuck with us today. It's, it's Murphy Square all over again. So you get today you get two Murphys for the price of one. Oh, boy. Overjoyed. Don't. No, no wonder I'm drinking off camera. <laughs> my God. He's drinking on camera. Hey, that's that's his choice. Do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. Are you? Exactly. Not on air. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we got a great show for you guys today, don't we? As always, it's a great show. You know that. And welcome. Oh, I forgot something. Welcome to the Sports Society Podcast, episode 14. 14, baby. 14. Uh, 14 already. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't gotten kicked off the internet yet. Our baby's going to drive soon. Okay, so we got a lot to talk about today. We got MLB's reopening week. That's been um kind of bad. Uh, I mean, it's, bad for two teams at least. And more. And more. And there's the possibility of a shutdown happening again. And we'll get to oh, that boy. in a minute. Um, NBA, we're talking about how it restarted last night in the bubble. Yes, very exciting. NBA. NHL, it starts tomorrow in Hub City. In Canada. And- Let's go Canada. Thank you for hosting the Rangers. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about the NFL opt-outs and Mike Tyson's comeback. Oh, that I cannot wait for. I actually might spend the sixty dollars for a pay-per-view to watch Mike Tyson fight. And also, we're gonna be talking about the whole ACC thing with Notre Dame joining for the season. Oh, you got a bunch of conferences, you know, that are now going to interconference play for eleven weeks. They're playing it smart, which is good. Cuts down on travel and everything. So, why are we talking about it when we could just get to it? Major League Baseball opened Thursday, and it's been a week into the season, and, um... Well, 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 you guys covered that on Extra Innings this past week. It just yeah, went up we're today. Going, um, we're going to talk about what it is now. Um, now a few days later. 21 Marlins in the organization have tested positive. Oh, the Marlins. They're still the laughingstock of the league. Two Phillies players, not Phillies players, I'm sorry, a coach Cardinals. and a staff, no, no, someone from the Phillies, there was a coach and a staff member. And two Cardinals players. Right? Yeah, I was getting to that. Okay. Yeah. And two oh, the brother banter is already going, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, two, two people from the Phillies, just know that. Uh, they tested positive for COVID-19. And two Cardinals players had to, had tested positive, and now their week's Games have been postponed. Yep. The Phillies, correct me if I'm not, I think they're – are they postponed? No, they're, they're not playing this weekend. They're not playing this weekend. Uh, we're, 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 being, we're taping this on Friday. So, uh, yeah, we usually time, record on Saturday, but um, – Yeah, but by the time people start hearing this, I don't know what, what day that will be, but – We don't uh, even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, this pandemic is just crazy. But um, know that the Phillies did not play in that second weekend of uh, baseball, just like the Marlins aren't going to play either. Marlins should just be done for the season. Just give it a it, year. You know what? That still may be a possibility. Yeah, know? because I was reading something from ESPN, and they were talking about the, that this could be shut down by Monday. Yeah, well, you know, if COVID-19 cases keep going up, you're going to have – Rob Manfred's going to have a tough decision. Do I keep the league going, or do I put it back on hold and just be done with it for the year? 
you know, I've said many weeks in a row when we first came back doing some podcasts for him, just get rid of the season. It's all right. We can survive a year without baseball. It's not going to kill us. Baseball can come back better than ever in 2021 if we play it smart. But, you know, they're not playing it smart right now. They're not. Okay. Some teams are not playing it smart. Most teams are playing it smart. You got most teams that you got most teams playing it smart. And you got the few that are not playing it smart, AKA the Marlins. Oh, the Marlins. They should just kick the Marlins out of the league. Who needs them? Just send them down the the AAA. Let's call it the Buffalo Bison. He's a AAA team already, so. (laughs) Yeah, that Miami, you're being called out by my brother right now. I mean, the Marlins have been a laughing stock in the league, and that's a shame because Don Mattingly is a a very good guy. I loved him, you know, with the Yankees, even though I never watched him as a Yankee, but I watched highlights of him. I love, love Donnie baseball, and the fact that he has to sit with that bullshit is just absolutely ridiculous. And Derek Jeter has not done anything with that team, so I don't care what the fuck he's trying to do there. I mean, he just signed the team. He gave Giancarlo to the Yankees. Yeah, for nothing. He did. Thank, thank you, Jeter. Yay, Jeets! Yeah, and, and of course now this, uh, now this outbreak in the the team is just ridiculous. And, it's beyond you know, ridiculous. Yeah, we we were talking about this earlier. You know how you know it just stretched from like four, and then it went to thirteen. And now it's 20 plus. That's a disaster. You know, the fact that you can't handle this. And, you know, Rob Manfred has been pretty clear about this. If it can't get it under control, they're going to have to shut down the season. And when they shut down the season, this is not going to be a temporary thing. This is going to be for the rest of the year. You're not going to see baseball in 2020 if, there's, if it shuts down again. Yeah, unfortunately, without a bubble, that's how it's going to be because the players are going to go out and party and do whatever they have, they have to do. And, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without any enforcement of it, it's just going to continue. See, I was I, I was talking with a few of my friends at work today. I'm like, if they were if they were smart, they would have just done Arizona. They they would have done Arizona and Florida, and you stick your teams that play in Arizona and your teams that play in Florida, and you do it that way for a year. Yeah, but you know, the the problem is, and you know, in NBA, it's doing it in Florida, and we'll talk about that in a, in a few. The thing is, though, you know, Florida and Arizona are hot spots. They are hot spots. They're hot but- spots, but you put them in bubble. The whole point is you set, you put the healthy people inside a place where there's no one around them. That's the point of a bubble. That's, that's, why, why, Disney- that's why the NBA has been so successful. That's why the right. NHL has been so successful. Because they're not they're, while they are in hot spots, they're not close to the people that might infect them. And as long as they stay in quarantine inside exactly. a bubble – it's going to work out just fine. That's why Disney World was perfect for the NBA. Absolutely. Because they got many hotels. You can spread every team out that's in the playoffs or playing into being in the playoffs, however we want to put it. They're playing it smart. NHL, they're up in Canada. All the teams are up there in their hub. Baseball could have done the same thing. They could have just done what they do for spring training. But, 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 but Patrick, Bill and I were talking about this. When they were in the middle of their ridiculous labor dispute, they they decided not to do that. They would have been spending a lot of their time trying to figure out, you know, what's going on around the country. How can we make baseball work in 2020? Do we have to place teams in California? Do we have to put teams in New York? Do we have to put teams down in Florida? They could have been talking about this. Instead, they were in a map. They were in a money battle. They were in a money this, battle. And this, and but they were too they, busy about the freaking labor dispute. They, and you know, I said this when we did our extra innings, Reg. You heard me say it. They were too busy focusing on the freaking labor dispute than marking out a plan to how to make this season go safely. Yeah, because they they just like kind of rushed it after like having that big dispute. They just kind of rushed. Okay, let's let's just do something. And this was a result. Just a half-assed, ineffective. Yeah, a regionalized system. And, and to being, being fair, you know, they were talking about finding hubs for the season, but then they got caught up in the dispute that they sort of gotten away with it and decided to go with their regional plan, which was another plan that they were talking about throughout this whole process. You know, they're not... It's awful because you're going to have teams traveling. They're better off just having two hub cities and be done with it. Like, like I said... Like the NHL is doing. What the NHL's doing, like I said, they had the perfect opportunity to say, you know what? All right, screw it. We're gonna go. We're gonna go oddball this year for playoffs and all that fun stuff. We're exactly. just gonna go, just go Arizona League. You go um, whatever the Florida League is called. You got the Arizona League. You got the Florida League for spring training. That yeah. works. And, okay. and it, it it just helps that the season was almost over, so that they can just rush into the playoffs, or they can have a small regular season like the NBA is having. 
even though I still think it's kind of ridiculous that they're having and, it. But, side note, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, we yeah, will but get you know what? Like, this raises, and again, we're going to be talking about this a little later, but you know what MLB is doing, this raises concerns for other sports, for the NFL, for college sports. Yeah. I feel like probably the NFL, like medical folk and the, got, and the medical personnel for college football, they're probably just saying, look at what MLB is doing and do the opposite of everything that they're doing. Well, the well, college football is playing it smart right now. They're they're starting they're just, conferences. They're, they're starting to go to interconference plays. We're gonna get into that later too. But they're playing it smart too. They're going right into interconference play. Okay, it's for a year. Eleven eleven league season. You're playing interconference. That's no big deal. People are still gonna watch college football. Yeah, but that's a concern because for the Pac Pac twelve, that's a a lot of you know California, which a lot of teams are in Arizona. Those are hot spots. Like exactly, this, this is a valid concern. Valid, yeah, valid. Being concern. on the campus itself, like it's obviously COVID's going to spread to college campuses, and, and college athletes they're going to party, they're going to do a thing, and there's no oh. way to stop it, you know. Unless the uh, Dan, exactly. Unless they do a man, unless they the college team say to the athlete, remote learning, you guys cannot leave where you live unless you're going to practice. But that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen with college players. College players are. I'm going to go do my sport. I'm going to go to class. I'm going to go party. That's the mentality for a college player. At least Binghamton football is still undefeated. Right, Bill? <laughs> Since 1946, right? You hate that joke so much, don't I you? Do. I don't even know what's going on. Dan, would you please elaborate to our friends here? Well, Binghamton has a joke. They have these T-shirts that say, our football team's undefeated since 1948. We don't have a football team. And just everybody has their shirts. And just like, it's this the dumbest shirt. And I hate it. <laughs> We had the same joke. At, we had the same joke at New Paltz, So, well, I, but I mean, we didn't yeah. have shirts that said that. So we have a leg up on you guys. Sometimes these running gags are just you know, their 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 intention is to bring attention to something that really doesn't exist. It's really not relevant anymore. Yeah. But it's still hilarious because you know it's a running gag. And n- nothing beats uh, my alma mater um, sharing a title with another college. Oh my God! Those are the worst. The PFL title. What's the PFL title? I forget what it is. It's just it's the conference that um, Maris plays in, and they shared it with some other person, another college in the league, and they were co-champions in like 2013, I think, or 2012, one of the two. Stupid. It's the uh, MAC conference, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in the, yeah we're in the MAC. We we got a couple of good things in the MAC for Maris. Yeah, and you guys just had to – they just canceled their season. Yeah, football, yeah, I think. yeah. No, the whole MAC canceled fall season. There's yeah. no fall sports for the MAC. Smart which I'm, move. I'm, I'm, which I'm fine with. Yeah, and a lot of those teams, you know, are in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Think about that. That, that, that. That's just not a coincidence there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but getting back to Major League Baseball, this is this is ridiculous. This is getting – yeah, well, it hasn't, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been too ridiculous. Let's be fair. It hasn't been too ridiculous. It's just been two teams so far. Well, three teams. And now we know that the Cardinals. But how many more are we going to have to go through? That, that's, that, that's, that's what we have to find out. You know, it's hard right now because it's very small. We have three teams. You only have three, maybe four that, you know, are experiencing an outbreak, but you know, right now everything else is going pretty smoothly with the other teams. So if more teams get uh, experience these type of outbreaks, then that's where you have to really call the season into question. And that's going to be devastating for baseball. Once again, it's a wait and see game. Uh, We've been having to say that for months. And and we still have to say, because as of now, the plan is staying. This is, this is how the season is going to be. It's going to be you're going to go to your regions. You're in the east. You're playing in the east. It was problematic from the start, and it still is problematic. I don't care how much the virus has gone down in some of these states. It can go right back up just like that. Yeah, it takes. Yeah, I mean, look, you you see all these governors and all these mayors saying, look, it takes one person, and everything will go back to where we started, and. You know, God forbid, we don't want that to happen. And all I got to say is, remember, Rob Manfred, we still don't like you. No. Well, think about uh, Joe Kelly's suspension the other day. Oh, my God. (laughs) Talk about that. I mean, let me just say this. Uh, First of all, I think a suspension is fine. 
eight games is kind of ridiculous, bro. I would have given a one game suspension. I would have given them. yeah, like one, two, three, no more than four games. Eight one games game. for a sixty game season. You're spending eight games for what reason? It's not like he threw. It's not like he threw and it beamed him. He didn't beam Bregman. He didn't beam Correa. I mean, he just did what every pitcher wants to do. He just did it, you know. Yeah, uh, obviously a lot of pitchers have been reluctant because you know, who no one cares anymore because you know there's much bigger problems in the world. But yeah, this is a, you make a good point, Dan. This is exactly what pitchers wanted to do to the Astros. And they made that abundantly clear. Joe Kelly just did it. And you know what? He's getting praise for it. I love it for it. I really do. And I just find it funny. He's, he gets a suspension, and yet now the Astros caught in the <laughs> Exactly my point. Like, why the voice is it- of reason, ladies and gentlemen. The voice and, of reason. And, and the fact that the Players Association is willing to protect the Astros players. Yeah, but, but they're going to go after Joe Kelly. Not protect Joe Kelly. It's like, come on already. What are we talking about here? I don't care. I love the memes that are coming out right now for That's it. That's the best part. Yeah, I like the memes. Uh, especially his face just yeah. going to cry. The, the, the yawning and the him carrying the babies with the Astros heads on. It's just absolutely glorious. Good for you, Joe Kelly. You, you knew it was going to happen to the Astros after. Oh, oh and everyone should – I mean, look, obviously, you know, if you're the Astros, you're going to get mad, and that's fine. If you're Dusty Baker, who is a well-respected manager in the league, you're going to complain about it. Sure. I don't – I have to ex- expect it. I don't mind giving the beam. I just don't want a pitcher beam them at the head. Okay, you can well, beam yeah, them. Don't, don't, don't okay, hurt them and don't, don't hurt yeah, don't them. Don't hurt them. Just, just like you say, hey, you, and then throw, throw at their chest. Or like their side, not yeah. n- not being them ahead and take them out. No, don't do that because then it causes for other allegations for that matter. Well, on top of that, you can ruin someone's career like that. Exactly. So, so that's why I supported the suspension, or you know, at, at the very least, a fine, eight games for a sixty-game season. That's just ridiculous. No, that's like, like, like come on, what, stop it. For twenty games. Come on, just give them one, two games max. Two All games. Right. Two games and find them. That's it. Find yeah. one or two games max. Yeah, he, he makes millions of dollars. You can you can give a million dollars. And or like again, I would say Major League Baseball is protecting the Astros. Well, it's Major League Baseball with the Players Association in, endorsement, really. If you think about it, exactly. You know, because where where's the where's the backing of Joe Kelly here? You know, when it comes to this issue, like why aren't you coming in? In place of him, it's it's really it's really disturbing to watch. Sports in general right now is disturbing to watch in a sense. It's we're not I having guess. the fan base. You got other things going on. Yeah, I mean, I know they're trying to make up for. It. I know the NBA last night they have these people on video calls and they're cheering and. Well, that was pretty cool. That, that's pretty nice. And <laughs> the, you know, who was the first game last night for NBA again? It was, it was Utah it was, and. New Orleans, Pelicans, right? Utah, New Orleans. <laughs> the joke with the Pelicans was going around. They couldn't even sell out a original crowd. Oh, the oh. Pelicans. Remember Pierre followed you on, uh, whatchamacallit, on uh, Twitter like many years ago? Many years ago, Pierre the Pelican followed me. Caw, caw! I think he's happy. Eh, he might be. Who knows? I mean, give the Pelicans another year or two at Zion, then they'll actually be eligible. Oh, they're, they're going to be beasted with Zion. They're, they're they're winning an NBA championship this decade. Yeah. First of all, I love I love Lonzo being there too. I think he I think he sets Zion up pretty well. Yeah, he's a pass for his point guard, and that's what they need. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I watched the end of the Pelicans Clippers game. Um, Pelicans I, Jazz game. Thank you, thank you. Lakers Clippers <laughs> last night. Lakers Clippers. I'm sorry, guys. I got I'm a little mixed up right now. No. Listen, Bill. Bill, I I know I'm back, but you don't have to be that excited for me to be back to screw up. <laughs> you doing the booger sugar again, Bill? <laughs> Every day. Every day, show. you know it. Um, okay, let me try that again. Okay. The Pelicans and the Jazz. Yeah, let's go, Bill. Yeah. I watched that game last night. I watched mm-hmm. the end of it because I was watching the Yankee game, and then that went into a delay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started watching the beginning of the Lakers-Clippers game. Mm-hmm. And I flipped back to the Yankees. I'm thinking, oh, let, let's see how long the delay is going to be. And I just left it on the game on the Yankees. And I don't know why I did that. Well, because the Yankees are your favorite team, and Absolutely. You know, they they 
they're more right now they're of more importance because they have they're playing a season. The Lakers, uh, while they're still of importance, they're the biggest part of the season of this restart at least is going to be the playoff that's going to happen afterwards. That's going to be the more exciting part. Right now we're just in the middle of a unnecessary regular season that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. I know I know I'm being redu- I know I'm being redundant, but you know what I mean. I mean, it was literally just Adam Silver trying to get Zion more games. <laughs> That's certainly possible because, you know, you, you want to hype up your stars. And, of course, the more games, the more money. But, you know, it's just why have a regular season? What's the point? Just go straight to the playoffs. Just like what, what the NHL is doing. Yeah, and the NHL is doing it perfectly. And, you know, NHL, it's not perfect, but it's better than what the NBA is doing. Like, my goodness, I don't want to – I want straight up – this is going straight to attorney, and that's it. Yeah, I think what NHL is doing is much better than what the NBA is doing. Yep. But I have to say, um, so how so how do you think this is going to go with the bubble now with the NBA as we see the disaster with Major League Baseball? NBA is going to be fine. They have, they have, there hasn't been that many, if not none, of COVID-19 being reported from the players. Yeah, and and of course, you know, you had the instances of some players breaking quarantine, you know, breaking out of the bubble. They're obviously getting punished for that. But other than that, you really haven't had those. Like people have been very compliant in the NBA, so that's good news. Um, even better news for NHL, they're doing the same thing. So you know, it's right now. It's just about making sure that everyone just stays compliant and. And stays you know, course. Yeah, and then, and as long as there's no coronavirus cases, the NBA is going to continue. Yeah, that's what's going on with the NBA opening. Um, hopefully things stay well. And Rudy Gobert looked good last night. Yeah, good. Yeah, you know, I I was happy. The one for him. who started this whole crap in the yeah, NBA. I, I was very thrilled when he hit those two free throws. Like, good. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. You know, he really. You know, I think the Utah Jazz. You know, when 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 everything, all the social issues started happening in in America, like I, the NBA realized the, that obviously corona, the the coronavirus outbreak is terrible, but there's also a big another bigger issue in, in race and you know social justice, all that stuff, and that we can come together. So the fact that there hasn't been really much issue with Rudy Gobert and the Jazz, that's good news, and I was glad to see him play and obviously help his team win the, win their first game of the, the restart. And I, and I have to say, um, last night, you know, before the national anthem, they all did kneel. And I don't think for what I've seen on like social media and stuff, there wasn't that much backlash as there was with the MLB there, and the NFL. There's, there's still backlash. You just got to find it on Twitter. Yeah. Just not as much. And I think maybe because the NBA base is more. It, it, it's more based on the other side. People, you know what? People just got to set the fact, you know, NBA is going to, the players and the coaches and the staff are going to do what they feel is best. You may not like it. You may like it, but Mm -hmm. just respect it. Okay. You know, people bring up, it's disrespecting the national anthem and all that. They should stand all that humbo jumbo hoopla. But you know, you 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 should, you want to stand, you want to kneel, you want to kneel. Exactly. Whatever you feel is appropriate. My personal opinion, I think baseball did it right. You know, they did it before the National Anthem. They took a knee for social justice, and then they all stood for the National Anthem. I think NBA could have done the same thing, but you know what? That's To each their own. To, to each, each their, their own. own. You know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a fan of sports. I'm still going to watch sports. I, might not, I may not like it, but, you know, I'm a fan of sports. I will respect it and continue to watch sports. It's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Okay, men, time to be an all-star caregiver. 
Drive them to physical therapy. Doctor's appointments. Be there emotionally and physically. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find care guides at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Go crazy for new episodes of the Sports Insanity podcast every week. Now available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's get back to it, friends. You know, with some NBA and issues, our good friend, and he's not a good friend, Senator Josh Hawley and Adam Silver are. You know what? Yeah, they're, they're just you know putting heads. You know what? Put, put that on the pre-card for Mike Tyson's comeback. What, this? <laughs> they're they're going to box it out. You got, you got um, what? I think it's Ninja. Not Ninja. Who, who, yeah. who, who's, on, who's on the pre-card for that fight? I have no idea. For those of you that we'll are listening, about that later. for those of you that are listening, Bill and I, we were just doing a fist bump on the on the, on the screen. So we'll do uh, that fight, Bill. We'll talk. We'll get to that. Yeah, but certainly, I, I oh, mean, yeah, Adam Silver or Harley? Yeah, I don't know. Adam Silver looks like an alien. So my money's on that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, if, if if Adam Silver testifies as you know, Senator Hawley's going to ask. If he ever has to testify, I, I don't know how that's going to go well. Oh, because... I remember now, it, it's Jake Paul and Nate Robinson are going to fight in the undercard. Oh, yes, it's right. <laughs> Nate the Great. Oh, how about that? God help us all. I love Nate Robinson. My God. I saw him once at work. My goodness, he is, he is that short. I can't believe that. It's crazy. Him and Dwight Howard. Kryptonite and Superman in the dunk yes. contest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Getting back uh, to um, – okay, so I was talking about Harley and um, Silver, right? Um, so, anyway, I think – okay, I was trying to read the article, but it's kind of – it was a little confusing. Um, Josh Harley is questioning the NBA's business interest in China, I think it is. Yeah, so he had sent whatever questions to the commissioner. Uh no, he wanted his answers to questions as to why they, why you're limiting the messages, the social messages uh, that the players can use. Like right now, it's all messages are all like Black Lives Matter. Or, say her name. Uh, yeah, say say your name. Enough is enough. Something like that. But it's not talking about oh, what about the police officers? Uh, let's support the police. Uh, Support law enforcement, whatever he wants to put down. Okay, like for those who don't know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Reg, but Go ahead. for those of you who don't know why Harley is being brought up again, um, here's the brief version. We talked about this, I think, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, he wrote it in an email about all that, and um, Woach from ESPN. The hero. He basically told him, he emailed basically, fuck you. Yeah. Those were the actual words in the email. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Short, sweet, to the point. I'm telling Mob you said the F word. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I love that. So then Hartley, being the little sniveling coward that he is, released the email to try to expose Woach. Which he did, and and Woach got suspended. Now he's back, which is good, which is good news. (laughs) Yeah, but a lot of the NBA players, they were all behind Woach. Yeah. ESPN was probably behind him. ESPN's like, they, probably, right, well, they just did that to save face. Exactly. ESPN's like, you know what, Woj? Good for you. You know what? But well, we still got to do what we got to do, so we're going to suspend you for a week, all right? Just, just Don't take worry. a week we off. Like you. I was just like we you. suspended you. <laughs> That's two weeks for whatever. Your raise check is coming. And, and on top of that, we're giving you a raise. But anyway, um, so now, Harley, with the Chinese thing and the, and the mm-hmm. whole social messages – is now trying to subpoena Adam Silver. Yeah, well, it, this is stemming Testify out of before the Senate. Well, yeah, but this is stemming from the fact that the NBA released their answers to the questions that he asked them. He Adam Silver he wanted Silver's answers on those questions, uh, but what about why they're limiting the messages and why they're not going to condemn the Chinese Communist Party? And, you know, and obviously I, I read that transcript. It, it seems like, you know, they're sort of giving like a generic, well, 
we believe in freedom uh, type of thing. So, you know, if players want to express that message, they can. But then at the same time, you're saying, well, the messages that we have approved to be on our courts or on the jerseys are enough is enough, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 blah. You know, stuff that, you know, that's been going on for a long time in America, you know, with the, with the recent events. But, you know, he wanted a definitive, are you going to condemn China and their Communist Party for their treatment of what's going on, especially what's going on in Hong Kong right now? And they, they didn't give him a, a full answer on that. So that's why there, there's that beef going on there. And I don't know, it's a tricky situation there because certainly, you know, you, you can't just ignore the fact that, you know, what's going on in Hong Kong is just very devastating going on there. It's, it's awful. So do you think Hawley is, do you think he's got legs to stand on here or do you think he's just wasting time? Well, I don't know what you want out of the NBA. If the NBA is not going to give you an answer, then they're just not going to give you an answer. It is what it is. I mean, look, the NBA is a bit, they're a global brand. They're a huge business. Like, people are going to watch the NBA. You know, they're watching the NBA right now, you know, as this restart is going. They're going to watch the NBA for years to come, um, especially if you have people like LeBron and, you know, all those people running the show there. You know, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, they're all, you know, being the, their spokesman. That's just what you're going to get out of them. So, we, so just so we can get a, uh, whatchamacallit, um, a picture. Here is from the actual letter from, about the Chinese thing. There's like five points on this email. I'll just read these two. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's question number four. How does the NBA plan to defend NBA players and employees against retaliation by the Chinese Communist Party? if they choose to speak out against the party's actions in Hong Kong or elsewhere? NBA's yeah. response. We are respectfully unable to respond to this hypothetical question. Others then say that values equally, respect, and freedom of expression have long defended the NBA. We support the ability of players and other team representatives to speak out on the issues of public concern that are important to them. Number five, is the NBA pre- prepared to publicly condemn any attempt by the Chinese Communist Party to silence or punish these individuals? NBA's response. Please see the response to question number four. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they didn't really give an answer to it. And, you know, I'm actually pretty disappointed at the NBA, you know, because, you know, look, obviously, you know, since, since last year, the business interest in China has been going down a little bit because, you know, what's going on there. They don't want to get involved. But the, the NBA had big business in China. Keep in mind, you had a lot of people, you know, like Yao Ming, you know, coming into the NBA, that was huge for China and the NBA. And China, the fans in China are, are huge. You know, there's, there's a lot of people that follow the NBA over there. So obviously they have big business over there and they're going to try to do whatever to protect that. But it, it is disappointing to see that, you know, you have players that are trying to fight for civil rights here in America, social rights and all that stuff here. But then you're not willing to condemn the actions you know, look, obviously it, it, it sucks, you know, because it's just the unfortunate case, but, you know, it's, you know, at first it's all tricky. I was about this, I'm thinking, oh, Josh Harley's just being, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, certainly, look, obviously, you know, the, I think the way he's going about it, he, he, there's certainly better ways to go about this. I, I, I don't know if it's a good thing to really be – you know, so contentious with the commissioner, like, you know, not saying it isn't a big deal, but it, it doesn't have to be a big deal to a point where you're going to have the commissioner testify in front of Congress. I, I don't know. But, you know, on the other side, I think Adam Silver should have just given him a more thorough yeah, response. Get a more thorough response and, you know, may, maybe condemn China. It, it, it's not like what they're doing isn't, what they're doing is wrong. You really think about it. I think Adam Silver just should have said, we condemn the acts that are going on in China. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and we we saw this last year with Daryl Morey, the Rockets GM. I don't know if he's still the GM over there, but um, he had posted, hey, we stand for rights and, you know, free Hong Kong, whatever the heck he says. I'm butchering what 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 picture he put out. But he did say that, and nobody came to his defense when they were attacking him. Because, again, big business in China. We don't want to be criticized in China because there's big business. So, you know, 
it's it's all messy, messy situation there. And I, I feel I, I I I don't know how to feel really. I, I don't know how to feel. You know, like I was getting ready to sit here today and roast Josh Hawley, but this is this situation's not all that black and white in all honesty. It's it's really tricky. It's just as tricky as the racial tensions here. You know, it it's something that shouldn't be uh, very hard to understand, but it is hard to understand because you see both sides of it. Absolutely. So yeah. we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of with you on this one. I think well, Josh Hartley should have. I think Josh Hartley should have went a, went about it better. I, I think he, I think his heart's in the right place for sure, for sure. Because again. You know, in America, we're about democracy. We're about freedom. We're but about... on the other hand, I think Adam Silver should have given him a more clearer answer. Yeah, because he know he knows he knows very well what's going on there, and that you know having business in China is not good for the NBA right now. You know, they they had an academy over the NBA. The NBA had academy over there. It was a disaster. It was like the Chinese government was in there was basically running the show, and it was awful. People were mistreated. So we're just going to have to see it hap- what happens with that. But you know what? I'm sorry. I think getting Adam Silver to testify before the Senate is kind of a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's just not This is what your tax dollars are going to, folks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, instead of worrying about your citizens, you're worrying about NBA and their business handling. It's like, you on. think everyone who's on that committee could be like, oh, shit, I got to sit here with Josh Harley for hours. Not, I mean, he, he, I'm pretty sure he has a good Republican backing. They're probably going to go like, oh, my God, this is such a waste of time. Adam Silver's going to do whatever it takes to protect the NBA. That has, that's always – that's when, when he became – when he took over David Stern, that's been his thing, doing what's best for the NBA. And if he feels that it's not best for the NBA to, one, have messages that says support the police – and then not condemn China, then that's what best. That's what he thinks is best. As much as we're going to agree or disagree, you know, that's what he thinks is best. And it's again, it's very messy, very tricky. All right, get back onto a somewhat lighter topic. Um, NHL starts tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. Yay! Yeah. How about this? Uh, another season of playoff hockey. The only time we're I'm invested a lot in hockey, really, if you think about it. Yeah, a lot of people I know are interested in hockey when it's the playoffs. Dan, yeah. what, do, what do you think? Yeah, I really – yeah, I don't really watch regular season hockey. So You know what? Hockey playoffs is the best kind of hockey. It, it really is if you think about it. It really is. You know, yeah. like the Rangers are in. Well, yeah. well, well like, so playoff, playoff hockey is like the NBA playoffs. It's just you wait for that to happen because then that's when it gets exciting. So, I don't watch hockey. Who's the favorite? <laughs> I mean, they're all pretty rusty, so I wouldn't be surprised if anyone's available. Four months. Yeah, Dude. I mean, I mean, certainly, certainly, you have teams like the Bruins and the Capitals, yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs. I would the definitely. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets. Blues, the Blues. You know, the reigning Stanley Cup champions, Vegas. Golden oh, Knights. Love me some Golden Knights hockey. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, what, what I've known about playoff hockey, you know, obviously growing up, I wasn't a huge hockey fan. But the one thing that I always see in playoff hockey is that it's pretty much anyone's game. Any, pretty oh, much yeah, anyone's, no doubt. Anyone's, anyone's tournament to lose because, you know, it's, it's fun. It's exciting. You know, we, like, for instance, we saw the, the Kings, I think it was in 2012, where they were the eighth seed and they faced Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks was the president trophy winner. And the Kings won the series and ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So, you know, you have those like feel good stories that could obviously happen. It's just it's just amazing. I would I I I want to go out and say the Rangers, but let's you know, hope so. I <laughs> I mean the way they were playing before the season shut down, they're you know they were playing damn good. I mean they lost their final game, but you know, they we're still doing pretty well, and they were on. If they had been playing the way they've been playing, they would have had a chance to make the regular playoffs. And again, this is another league that's doing it right. Yeah, we were talking about this in the extra innings. Another thing we talked about was the fact that they tested about at least four thousand people uh, in the within the NHL's corners in Canada, 
and absolutely nobody tested for COVID-19. So that's great news for the NHL. Nobody. And the, the, the fact that, you know, the NHL is able to get this whole, get their outbreak under control because, you know, it wasn't like it didn't happen. There were certainly outbreaks within the league. But the fact that people in the bubble were able to not test positive, excellent news for the NHL. And, you know, let's just hope that there's hockey. You know, we all want hockey because, you know, it's the best time of the year playoffs. But, you know, uh, we just got to hope and – yeah, because uh, I have this feeling that hockey and basketball are going to be the only two sports we're going to be getting soon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you never really know. Maybe, maybe people start freaking out and they're like, "No, it's screw this. I don't want to play anymore." You get a well, lot of those. Side note: Going in, since we're here recording on a Friday, Yankees Red Sox are playing. Aaron Judge just homered. Yeah, yeah. He did. All right, baby. He oh. yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that bomb that he I hit against did. the Orioles? I oh my god! Night. It was great. Oh, I remember goodness. I was getting pissed because when it was six five O's, I'm like, and this is how you blow a five nothing lead. Right. And then I texted you when he hit the home run. Remember, I texted you, and that's how you recover from blowing a five nothing lead. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and I, 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 honestly, that that was all Aaron Boone there because what the hell is Aaron Boone leaving Luisica in there for another inning? Yeah, you know, when you when you had a rested Tommy Kingley. He hasn't pitched in like four or five days. And you want to keep out someone that's, you know, was not doing pretty well in that inning. And, well, this you know, is something we talked about the other day. When you get in, now that you're in a 60-game season, you got to be very conservative with your pitchers. You got to be conservative point. with your pitchers, but you got to win the game. Exactly. Bone-headed so, move. You can't, you can't be too conservative here, you know, you have to go out and win. If you if, if, look, and we we know these pitchers are going to be drained by the time the season ends because it's an. But you play to win season. the game. You, you got to. You have no choice. So if it means putting out Tommy Kaley in there in a game that may not be as important, then you have to do it to win a game. And look, Aaron Judge completely bailed him out. That that's for certain. But you know. It, I, I just hope that look. This is a tre- this is a thing that trends with Boone all the time. He makes these dumb managerial decisions that cost him games, and it's and it gets annoying after a while. Look, and we complained about Girardi, his overmanaging. Well, at least Joe Girardi's overmanaging was better than Boone overthinking things. Like it's just ridiculous. I want to say to Aaron Boone, welcome to the overthinking club. Yeah. I'm the president. Right. You overthink a lot, Bill. Oh, I do. My mind is a very scary place. It's like a hamster on a wheel, and that hamster's jacked up on cocaine. Anyway, um, yeah, so Judge homered last night, and I was absolutely thrilled. Mm-hmm. He hit that grand slam. Yes, he did. And then Jay Hapio, four runs and two runs. Oh, jeez. I don't know how you feel. Uh, Dan, I don't know how you feel about Jay Hap. No. I'm getting sick and tired of him. Can we ship him oh, somewhere? He, he has been annoying ever since the Yankees got him. We saw him pitch in Toronto last year, Dan, remember? Yeah, I mean, we went to street game, two street games and lost them both, so. Yeah, but not half pitched the Friday night game, I think it was, and he just. He was awful, and, he's, and he hasn't been good since he came to the Yankees. He's been very up and down. Like, he has good streaks, and then he goes on stretches that are just absolutely abysmal. I mean, yeah, he, he's a five-starter at best, so. Yeah, so, the, I mean, just terrible. The, the Yankees have five-nothing lead, and you give two runs right away. It's like, you know, that's, that's, that's what's going to get you to lose games. Because I'm thinking, when, when, it was, when we were in the rain delay, I was, like, thinking, okay, 5-4. I'm like, I just hope this game gets rained out now because. Because you know, you know what's going to happen. Give it to the bullpen. Yeah, the bullpen, which is scary. You give it to the bullpen, I get nervous. Yeah, bullpen is scary. It shouldn't have to be, but it is. Hopefully Chapman's coming back soon because well, I know. Well, he, he tested negative again, so, you know, that's good news. So he's clear to come back, but, you know, when is he going to be ready to go? That's the real thing. Yeah, you know, you guys are getting Chapman back. We're, we're getting Soto back too. Yeah. Soto yeah. tested negative twice, so we're getting our young I remember guy. that opening night game with the Yankees and Nats. That game was in question because of Soto. 
and luckily they were able to play and with you know they went unscathed but you know still and by the way i've been waiting uh a week to do this patch yanks take two out of three from the nationals what team do bill we're still the world series champions you guys haven't won one in 10 years and don't give me the 27 bs bullshit i'm not gonna give you the 27 bs the the 2010s were all they weren't horrible for the yankees but it wasn't like it was there Oh, Yankees couldn't get it done decade. in the, the Yankees. Yankees had a great decade. They just couldn't get it done in the playoffs. This is actually the fourth decade the Yankees have not won a World Series: the 1900s, 1910s, 1980s, and 2010s. But in the 80s, at least they made the World Series. They so. did. You guys didn't make one this year, this decade, though, yep. this past decade. I mean, yeah, you know, and, and you know, this is probably good for the Yankees because you know, at least the Yankees. You know, having a decade break from going into the World Series, it can make them reevaluate how they run their ball club. Are we going to be seeing, like, the era from 1979 to 1996, though? Are we going to be seeing that again? Oh, I don't know. I highly doubt that. You guys are definitely winning one, if not two, this decade. You almost have to. Imagine if the Yankees don't win. Uh, I the team that they assembled, they have to. I firmly believe we're getting a Yankees-Dodgers World Series this decade. I'd love to see that. Yes, this, that's an old-time rivalry. Yankees old-time rivalry. Back but, to when they were bu- back to when the Dodgers were in Brooklyn. And you know what? To, to bring up, you know, the the Yankees take two out of take two out of three. You know, you know, I wouldn't count the first game because they canceled because of the rain. But it's an official game. No, no, that counts. Official game counts, dude. Yep, it, it, official games count. But once again, you're outnumbered here, Patch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Bill, I will, Bill, Bill, I will, I will leave this meeting right now this recording and not come back and then people uh, and then uh, the fans so, will wonder uh, i don't know bill patchy's looking very salty now not a good way to come back i am not so, i don't have to be salty you salty bro you know what my team beat the cheaters yeah okay that's nice i love you guys we I mean, love if, you too we mean it if it wasn't for howie kendrick honestly He's, he carried you to that playoff. Sometimes he just takes that one player. Look at Hideki Matsui for you guys in 09 in the World Series. That was great. Can we, can we acknowledge for a second how much I miss Hideki Matsui in the playoffs? Let us now acknowledge that. He, is, he was a fucking beast in the playoffs. Someone's on their second white claw. Not sponsored. You know, but we wouldn't be opposed if, they, if we were. It's actually funny about white claws. I used to hate them, but I had one last week and it wasn't too bad. You're going a white girl, Bill. You're drinking them too. Yeah, so I'm not denying it. Yeah, welcome to the Murphy (laughs) Family Reunion. from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, we still got some stuff to get to here. Um, the NFL, I mean, a lot just, of opt-outs. It's expected. It's just like in I baseball. Don't blame. It's it's expected, just like in hockey, baseball, and basketball. There's gonna. Be I don't blame these people. people. I mean, football is the one sport where there's the most contact, the most chance of contacting it. So, and there's gonna be there's not gonna be a bubble. So, it's gonna spread in the NFL. Yeah, a bunch of Patriot players opted out, right, Reg? Yeah, a bunch of Patriots players. I mean, pretty much all across the board. You know, you have Ravens, you have the Bills, the Cowboys. Well, how about this? The Patriots, uh, Dante Hightower. You know, he's he's the one dropping out. Like that's crazy. It, it just goes to show you that you know playing sports during a pandemic when you 
have people at risk. You know, some of these players opted out because of family reasons. Some may have babies on the way. Some may have kids that are sick. You, you know, because that's what happened before we get to the one football. But that's like in baseball. It was Buster Posey, I think. Uh, right. Was it Buster Posey? It was certainly certainly him and many others. Like opted Mike, out Mike. because him and his wife just adopted preemies. Yeah, and yeah, you know, Mike Trout even thought about it before he decided to uh, play the season. I don't think he's playing right now, but um, yeah, he he was even in question to opt out because you know his wife is pregnant. And yes. by the way, congratulations! I think he just had a baby. That's why I don't think he's playing right now. But you know, we do the best, Mike. Yeah, but you know, he even thought about it because his wife's pregnant and he she doesn't want he doesn't want to get her sick. He and didn't want to get her sick. The shocking, the most shocking one. Well, not shocking, but this was probably upset and for a reason because of let me go on nate soldier from the giants he's opting out for two reasons one he's a cancer survivor right and two actually there's three reasons two his son has cancer yikes and um his him and his wife just had their third child and you know um first of all i want to say good on nate soldier i think that was a very mature decision because oh, absolutely i mean one, one thing if your, you're high your risk son is sick, you and your wife just had another kid so that situation is pretty stressful. And, and, you know, first of all, we want to say to Nate Soldier, if you're listening, um, we wish you, your family, we wish you all the best. Is he listening that? He probably isn't. But, but Dan, it's the thought that counts. I'm trying to be nice and thoughtful to an NFL player, and you ruined it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 of course, this is not just NFL. NBA, but, uh, too. We wish Nate's family the absolute best. Bill, you're, you're a very kind person. I try. Very kind person. You want to give all right, go well on. to everybody. I was just saying, it's not just, you know, obviously MLB had very notable players uh, opt out. You had NBA, NHL. Like, this is something that goes on. It's been going on every week. And it's because, and it, not just players, coaches too. It's because of the pandemic. It's out of precaution. You know, we, look, we, that this virus is serious and they want it, they just want to ensure protection and you can't ensure protection. If you're playing a sport that you might be exposed to pretty much anything. It's a, it's a rough time. You yeah. Know? Because a lot of these families, they could have, you know, they could have family. A lot of these players, they could have family members who are older. Right. They have family members like with Nate soldier, not only with his son, having cancer he himself is a cancer survivor exactly so both of them are at risk yeah you know and his and, wife just had her third baby yeah and, and, and we, we've been hearing this you know once you get sick you can pass it on to many others and we've and, been saying this for weeks it's not about us getting it it's about who we can give it to yeah yeah i mean obviously it's about anyone who gets it whether it's the individual whether it's the people around the individual you know we all have to look out for ourselves and uh, the people around us. But, but you know what? It's like with the NFL. I said this earlier. It's like, you know, what we see with Major League Baseball, the, I guarantee you in the NFL office right now, this is raising serious questions. I would think so too. And but uh, Roger Goodell, as much as we've had our quarrels with you, mm -hmm. we have one, just one solid piece of advice. What is it, Bill? Don't take any advice from Rob Manfred. None. You said that earlier in the show, Bill. I think you should take advice from you, Bill. <laughs> take advice from me. I am a certified contact tracer. No, I actually am. I have a certificate and everything. I don't believe that. Oh, do you want me to email it to you? You can show it online for all I care. You also thought you were a border, borderline um, psychiatrist at one point, too. <laughs> you mean borderline psychotic? Well, that too. Not according to the New York State Board of Psychiatrists. Yeah, you're not crazy yet. You're just insane. I live with him. Can you blame me? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go insane yet from you bantering him all the time. Uh, yeah, I've been pretty close. That's why you drank the claw. Yep. Just got to drown my sorrows. <laughs> Talk to the claw. The claw. So, the claw. Also in NFL, so also in NFL news, how about AB again in the news? Well, he's Jesus. actually retired, but I guess just in case. He's, he's not retiring. No, no, no. I he's don't believe crazy. that one bit. He still gets an eight-game suspension. Honestly, the team that needs him the most are the Eagles right now. They lost Marquise Goodwin, and they have pretty much no good receivers. So. 
I would not pick up Antonio Brown. The guy's a lunatic. He's a lunatic. Oh, they, one of the greatest wide receivers. Yes, he's a bit of a lunatic. No, I'm not debating he, that, but do you guys really want the drama with him? I mean, you guys said OBJ, and he was drama. Well, we did. The dude, the dude had a love-hate relationship with a kicking net. By Antonio Brown and the Jets, though. Reg, would you like to add to that? No, thank you. Are you kidding me? I mean, look, I love – look, his game is unbelievable. I don't want headaches. I said the same thing about Jamal Adams. Oh, he we did a, that, but we were talking about Jamal he, Adams. Reg, he was, a, he was a headache in the locker room. The Jets don't need any more headaches. You guys need wins, though. We need wins, but we don't need headaches. We want good culture. We want to be around people. Look, if Antonio Brown ever shapes up his life, and I, I think somehow, some way he will, you know, obviously, you know, stays in shape and, you know, stays active and, you know, can still be a huge threat as a wide receiver, then fine. But right now, I don't even know where his head is at. He wants to retire, but then doesn't want to retire. Like, what kind of st- – that's not stable. Like, we, we need people who are going to be going into Lockwood. We need people who can lead right now and with sanity and without causing any drama. And if AB is going to cause any drama, I don't, I don't want the Jets to be any part of that. I don't care how many well, – He's like the this. only person who could get suspended without being on a team. Antonio Brown, you're crazy. So is someone going to pick him up or? I don't know. I mean, he certainly could. I, I honestly think if anyone, if anyone picks up AB, he has to be put on a leash immediately because you can't allow this guy to go rogue. Last time he went rogue, he was cut by a team and was sent and then Patriots picked him up and then they cut him because of all the other stuff going on off the field. I don't think any team's just going to want the drama. Exactly. You know, the, the Raiders didn't know what they were getting, getting themselves into until they got themselves into it. And the Patriots basically knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah, but the, the Patriots... After he, he, all those, like, sexual assault stuff didn't come out. Yeah, I mean... It was the big thing for them. Yeah, but no, really, the fact that he's insane. If you really think about it, that Patriot... If it wasn't for the sexual assault allegations that... Um, was brought out to him. That seemed to be going pretty smooth. If you really think about it, there wasn't anything going on over the New England, but that's just how New England is. You know, you know there's never any anything coming out of that locker room. Go ahead, Danny. Well, they're saying that the one week he was with New England, you know, like, like three catches, 40 yards, a touchdown. So, obviously, Tom Brady could have used him last year, but as you're saying, he kind of just crossed the edge of this. Right. So, uh, Antonio Brown, we will see what happens there. Yeah, totally. Guy's a whack job. Speaking of crazy, Mike Tyson's coming back. I mean, mm. have you seen the videos of him training? He's actually- yes. Dude is jacked, and he's in the right state of mind. Yeah, with his gray hair and, you know, everything that could uh, go wrong, but it isn't going wrong. Ah, this is going to be so good come in September. Oh, my God. I hope he wins in the first round TKO. Oh, please. That would be fantastic oh, my to God. watch. And then can we please get um, can we get Mayweather and Tyson to fight? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yep. That's a $100 pay-per-view right there. Yeah. Hey, Dan, I saw on your computer um, McGregor and Tyson possibly. I mean, that would just be probably another exhibition fight if that would happen. But that would... Who would I mean, win, Tyson or McGregor? Like Tyson. McGregor. Yeah, wait, with this. We all know what happened with Mayweather. Well, I mean, McGregor now has been now that he has boxing experience. I'm sure he'll do probably be, probably do better, you know, I mean, his next was, time around. Against Mayweather, and all yeah, I thought I thought he did actually did pretty well. I mean, obviously Mayweather, obviously his, his ways of going is that he just tires people out, so that by the time he's he's warmed up and stuff, he just goes at him and it's over. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I don't think the. Mike Tyson wait, uh, McGregor fight would happen, Bill. That's what you're asking. No, because I just saw the thing and it just made me think. Um, so Mike Tyson is fighting. Okay, Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. I think it's in September, or October of this year. It's in September. Something like that. How do you think Mike Tyson would do in his first round back? Oh, he's gonna do great. Remember training, so. Hey, he's looking damn good. So, so I hope he does school. well. It's Mike right. Tyson. My God. It's, a, it's like riding a bicycle. You don't forget how to fight. 
Yeah, I mean, you just get older, but you know, you get older, but you a, lot, still a lot of people get older and they still do well in their respective, you know, sports or recreations, whatever they do. So, who's going to shell out the money for the pay per view fight? You. Mm, yep, you. Sorry, you brought it up first. It's you. <laughs> Damn it! You guys have to go on my off my dime now. I'll hey, I'll 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 chip in if you need the help, but otherwise, you, okay. Um, Mike Tyson view party at my place. I mean, it depends if social distance gets lifted. I'm really curious to see how Mike Tyson's going to do. He's going to do fine. Yes. He's going to win. He hasn't fought professionally great. in a while, so... Yeah, so great. what? That, that makes Bill. it better. Bill, he hasn't fought in a while. No shit, Sherlock. Why don't you go test him out, Bill? Okay, I'm going to go test uh, Mike Tyson out. Um, hashtag Murphy versus Tyson. I gave you three no, seconds. Don't, don't hashtag that. that. That would be an awful thing. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam! Ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Notre Dame will be part of the ACC this year. And, and this was – I mean, look, it, it's the right move because – Absolutely. You know, what's no, who's, what they're going to play. As an independent team, if all these conferences – Are doing going, conferences. What's the point? So you might as well join for a year in your own conference and, you know, just play out your season. You know, it's unusual for Notre Dame, but it is what it is. I mean, they already play an ACC schedule of basketball, so – and that's their – Affiliated conference, I guess you want to say. Yeah, and and it's the right move by ACC to be like, hey, look, you know, we have a conference, you're in it, so, you know, we we don't mind adding another another team in there if it's meant for safety and stuff. Like I say, I know we talked about this earlier in the show. You know, college football is playing it smart. Interconference play. Interconference play. I brought that many weeks ago. Just you know what? Go interconference play. It's not going to hurt for a year. Or even cancel the season. But obviously they, that too. They, like that but, wouldn't but, but hurt you, But you know what? These 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 Power Five conferences, you know, they're going to do whatever it takes to preserve their season because you know a lot of money's at stake. You oh just yeah. Know that. So like, and you know how the college game works, and it sucks because you know these are again we talk about the amateurism in you know, these sports and how they're monetized and it's just awful the way they handle things, you know, you know, ever since I went to college, it's pretty much opened my eyes to the the treatments in there. You know, it's just terrible. And the fact that they're going to use these players during a pandemic to play a season that doesn't have to be played. It's really shocking. Well, there's a huge difference between college and pros, you know, pros get paid big bucks. College kids don't get paid. Exactly. So it's now, I think it's more ridiculous if the college kids play during this because they're not getting paid for this. Exactly. And, and I'm, I'm not necessarily they're saying... They're risking their lives for no I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that college athletes should get paid. I mean, I've been, I've been long against it. I, obviously, it's moving towards that direction. So That might when, be our next debate topic. Yeah. So when, when that happens, obviously, it is what it is. You're just going to have to accept it. But, you know, you know... But still, these are amateurs playing. You know, they're not professionals. And you're going to put them out there to play a season in the midst of a pandemic. It's just – it's brutal to see that, that they're not really, you know, thinking this through, that they're just playing the safe way and, you know, trying to preserve whatever season they can have. And, you know, I can see why it's frustrating for some of these people. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if these 18, 19, 20-year-olds decide, you know, just screw it. I'm not going to play. Exactly. Dan brought up a good point. How many people are going to be in college when, in the fall? Are college Cali- campuses going to be like open? I talked about this before. In California, they've suspended all online classes until January. Right. No, you mean in person. In person, that's classes. what I mean. In person, guys, I am really sorry tonight. I am, yeah. even if they're doing that, kids are still going to go to the campus. I know, like, I'm going back to college in a few weeks, so it doesn't matter if they have online classes or not. Yeah, we're still going to go to the dorms or whatever, though. Yeah, so yeah, we're just going to have to see with uh, and that, that you know, that's just the mantra of 2020. Let's wait and see. Wait and see. Everything is all in the bin, the unknown. That's just the nature of this year. And you there's know, a meme. This is not sports related, but I found it funny. It was the Thunder Rumbling, but it's 2020. It could be Godzilla. <laughs> True. Anything could happen, and that's the scary part. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and obviously, anything could happen with these college football seasons. And, you know, you just hope for the best that, you know, now that they are playing, that these, that these conferences have made their plans, that you, you just hope that. You know, nothing goes so wrong that it's an absolute catastrophe. Absolutely. I mean, if college football gets uh, suspended or canceled midway through, I wonder how that's going to affect even the NFL draft. And all that. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, like, do you grant an extra year of eligibility to those players? Or, or some of them say, you know, screw going for college another year. I'm just going right to the draft. Yeah. How, how, how are they going to train? Do like some type of amateur type of thing to prepare themselves? Maybe play a few games. Like, how is it going to work? I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not going to pretend to be. And it's it's just a rough situation, really. It's so much that we're learning, even on a practical sense. Yeah. So, uh, guys, anything else, or is that a? That's a show for today, my friend. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That was our show for today. I'd like to thank my brother Danny for coming today. And for for being for being a great guest on the show, as and, always, he's a great. And guest. as you know, Dan, there was an open invitation. You can come back anytime. Yeah, man. Captain. Yeah. Especially when Bill's not around, we can have us us three do a show in one day. This guy got giant head. <laughs> you got guy. You guys are already planning on replacing me. Thank you. Gotta you know, gotta plan for the future. Sometimes you never know. Anyway, <laughs> love this show. Anyway, okay, that is our show for today. We will see you next week. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Spod, Spotify, Podbean. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's just make it short. Yep. Like us on YouTube. Comment, subscribe, and hit how that many, bell. How many damn podcast platforms are there? There's so many. Yeah, so um, many. we've been a little delayed with the YouTube videos lately. We apologize. There's no yeah, need to I, apologize. It is what it is. And it's, um, like, it's like we've been saying, you know, the YouTube, we're still evaluating it. It is what it is. We you might know. not have put a video. full episodes up there. We might just put parts yeah. of it. Yeah, look, I, I try to do a live on YouTube, so that that helps, I guess. So um So we'll do more of those for sure, but uh, uh so right now this is not a good idea. That is our show for today. I'm Bill Murphy. I am Lawrence Patchman Lang, off to work. All right, Danny Boy Reginald, I'm out of here too. We will see you next week. This is sport. This has been Sports Insanity Podcast, episode 14. We will see you next week, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Toodles. Read about our history. Get to know us a little more with our weekly Insanity blogs. There will be links to all of our episodes. You can even become a guest on our show. Just log on today. The SportsInsanityPodcast.com. Social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.